Friday, December 15th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, sit on Santa's lap and let him feel that warm wetness of your piss trickling. Yeah, it's leaking down your shorts into his lap. Wiggle that butt and grind your liquid waste into his crotch. Heating up your pee and releasing that musty stink into the air. There is a factory at the North Pole Shrouded in secrets and snow Often described as a modern atrocity By those who work there and those in the know Beyond the smokestacks and small shack locked dwellings The owner lives like a king Barbed wire fences, mutated reindeer These are just some of his favorite things One small elf Martyred himself so the truth could be Santa Claus ordered the death of an elf. Often when she elf have become young ladies, they're carried off in the night to become toys of a sexual nature after narcotics have reduced their fight. Stories of decadent parties Acts that would make you quite sick Some say the proof is the factory bosses Half-breeding forces who look like St. Nick One small elf Martyred himself so the truth could be known Brutally murdered in the snow Santa Claus ordered the death of an elf Factory tools became deadly weapons Mayhem and hate were a jingle away Singing the songs of a fatherless Christmas Winky and Kokomo firebombed the sleigh Called out and pelted with Lynched on the big Christmas tree These are the things that they planned as they chanted Blinky has died so we can be free One small elf Martyred himself so the truth could be known Brutally murdered and smeared in the snow Santa Claus ordered Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. Timothy James Henson, hold my hand while I poo. I know what abortion smells like. Did you know abortion even had a smell? My sugary wound. Yeah! 
Yes, Jim Edson back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Posting the program a little bit late. I needed to sleep yesterday. I'm sick. I can't believe it. You may recall less than a fucking month ago, I sounded like absolute trash. Barely had a voice. Well, now I've got a cold. My AZ immune system is back in force. It's like making up for lost time due to the pandemic. It's like I couldn't wreak havoc on your body when you were quarantining in your house for three fucking years. The second you leave the house, right, to get some fresh air, I'm going to try to kill you. You're going to get all the sicknesses. And that's what's been happening. Truth be told, this cold, uh, knock on wood, isn't that bad. And I'm glad it's happening now. You know, I'll get over it long before Christmas. It's just annoying. Also annoying is I had to uh, buy a new computer recently, and uh, Lord Douche was a part of that purchase. I've got my expensive Mac that I try to hold on to for years and years and years, but I also need a Windows computer need. I want to play Starfield is what I want. Uh, No, I've got this old Windows computer, and uh, last year uh, or so, I I bought a new graphics card so I could play all the hottest games, and I mean, you know, render videos for the show. It's a tax write-off, you see. It's a business expense. Anyway, the graphics card did not like this computer. You try to turn it on, and it's just like, beep, 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 like it's going to explode. Detonation in T minus five seconds. And, you know, the the computer wasn't that old. It's not like a 486 or something from the 90s. E-machines or Packard Bell or something. So Lord Douche was trying to get it to work. And he's like, you know what? I think I think maybe you just got a bad graphics card. And I said, no, I think it's the computer because I'm always looking to spend money on frivolous things. I want a new one. And uh, Lord Douche was like, no, I forbid you from buying another computer. You don't even use Windows that much. You, You know, your daily driver is a Mac. Just do everything on your fucking Mac. And I threw a temper tantrum. I was like, no, I want a new toy. Eventually, I won out because I'm the princess of the house. It took a while. I was like, I will withhold sex from you until I get this new computer. That did not work. I think I strongly overestimated my sex appeal. You guys have seen me. Most people are just like, okay, with not being laid by me. I can do without ever seeing your penis or feeling it inside of me. And that's pretty much what Lord Douche said. Anyway, long story short, I eventually won out. You know, I was like, look, it's towards the end of the year. I'd like to make a big purchase right now, you know, so I can write it off as a business expense, seeing as how I do use the computer for business. If you consider editing TikTok videos on a desktop computer to be a business expense, and I do, come at me, government. I got the receipts, IRS. Anyway, uh, we have a micro center, which is a computer store chain uh, here in Cincinnati. And that's where I got this thing. I never purchase a new computer. It's always like an open box, a return or a closeout or refurbished because I'm cheap and poor, you know. Plus, nowadays, really the most important part of the computer is the graphics card. If you're going to be doing any rendering, video editing, gaming, you don't need like a fucking i9 Threadripper Detonator Plus Max Ultra Napalm Edition AMD Hellfire, you know, whatever these CPUs are called. Just need like a decent computer and then, you know, a good graphics card. Okay, so I got this thing. And Lord Douche is uh, the computer guy in the house, right? So he's like, I will set this up for you. Don't touch the computer. 
Now, I respect his expertise in these things, but, like, I know how to set up a new computer. It's not that hard. Old ladies do this shit every day. He came into uh, my room yesterday while I was dozing off, and he brought the computer, and he uh, unpacked it from the box, and immediately he was like, I smell other people on this thing. He's like a dog. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like when you go over someone's house with dogs and then you go home to your own animals and they're like sniffing you like crazy because they smell the other creatures on you. They're like, what is this? What have you been doing? And with who? I demand answers. No, 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 no. None of this smells right. What it actually sounds like when Lord Deuce starts picking up these smells is, um, psychics you would go to to uh, reach out to the dead he's like uh, i'm getting something yeah the previous owners were definitely smokers underneath that though i'm getting a hint of citrus i'm picking up uh, some vibrations now i'm getting a strong s sensation i think maybe the previous owner's name was steve or sean it's hot there very hot maybe like a tropical climate he was a widow Oh, he's trying to tell me something. He wants to communicate with you. He's saying, yes, uninstall semantic antivirus. It's not worth it, he says. Windows has built-in malware protection. And he gets that all through smells. Lord Douche is very talented. Anyway, he uh, starts to unbox the, uh, unbox the computer and he's like, ah, I smell the other people on it. I think they were smokers. And he's like, I can't touch this. And then he asked me how much money I saved by buying a um, a return as opposed to just buying it new. And I'm like, look, should we just return this thing and get a new one that's not going to smell like other people? And he's like, no, no, no. You can start to set it up yourself, but don't get on the Internet. That's the whole reason for the computer. Like everything I need is on the Internet. Plus, like when you get a new computer, you got to go through the painful process of installing all those stupid Windows updates and stuff. Plus, you know, even though he didn't want me to, I uh, put in the new graphics card because I had to know if it if it worked or not. Right. That's the whole reason I got this computer and the graphics card was detected. Ta-da! But since I'm not on the Internet, I can't get the drivers for this thing. So the um, resolution is like huge. Like the, the, the letter, I, I can't even see the whole screen. The letters are so big. People on the surface of the moon could read what the hell's going on on my monitor from there. Anyway, Lord Douche is at work. I've got this computer on. He's like, just leave it running uh, for a long time and make sure like, you know, it doesn't smoke, <laughs> doesn't blow up, doesn't turn off spontaneously. We're putting it through its uh, little paces. This is how we work together on projects. <laughs> Enough of me and my life. We've got plenty of audio to get into today. I think most of us at this point have had at least a few prescriptions filled at the pharmacy. We know the procedure. First and foremost, you know, the pharmacist just can't give out drugs willy-nilly. They have to confirm your identity. Make sure you're not scamming, right? So they ask things like, what's your name? What's your date of birth? You got to sort of, you know, confirm that you're you. It's not a hard concept to understand for some people. Others think that just means the uh, pharmacist is trying to hassle you, give you a hard time, when in fact, this is America, and I don't have to give you any information I don't want to. It's called the First Amendment. Look it up, bitch. In today's first clip, we've got one of those type of people. Give your name and date of birth. You hear this? Because I, I want my prescription. Right. Name and date of birth. Answer my question. Answer your question. What's your name? You don't want your 
Okay. So, Amber, I, y'all can't give me my medicine. That's I'm already. I'm trying to help you right now. But you it's already ready. You keep. No. Okay, but you keep telling me you're going to transfer my prescription. My prescription is ready here. I don't need it transferred anymore. I wanted it transferred yesterday. Okay, you don't I will hang up and you will not get it today. Okay. Are you going to drop it? Okay. My name is Jamila. All right, now we're getting somewhere. Jamila! I asked for my prescription to be transferred yesterday. Yeah, I thought it was kind of strange that the pharmacy would just transfer someone's prescription on their own. No, what happened was this pharmacy was like, no, we cannot uh, fulfill your prescription today. We don't have enough pills or whatever. What I can do is I can transfer your prescription to like Walgreens or something, and they might be able to to fill you on the same day. I'm guessing Walgreens was not able to accommodate her request. And then the next day, Jamila shows up at her original pharmacy wanting to get her pills, which they probably have now, but the, the prescription has been transferred. I sat right up here and asked this girl to have my prescription sent to a different Kroger because y'all weren't going to have my shit ready yesterday. And I know this that whoever Amber is, this is she mad. I bet she is mad. She went around the corner. Well, she's frustrated because she's trying to have a conversation with you. Give me my shit and I'll leave. Y'all done had this window. Y'all done had this window not working since June. That's the other thing. She's not actually in the store. She's at the drive-through window that's not even open. There's a big sign on it saying, "Hey, come inside. We're short-staffed. We don't have enough people to man the drive-through window." She don't care though. Since June, that's why I called corporate on y'all yesterday, and I'm calling them back today. So the pharmacist actually has this woman's pills and she wants to give it to her. She just wants to explain what the problem was, where the snafu took place and how to prevent it from happening again. Customer does not want to hear it, obviously. Explain it to your employee, ma'am. I don't work here. I don't work here. You have my, you have my medicine. I just want it and I'm ready to go. I don't work here. This goes around and around until eventually the pharmacist is just like, here, take your fucking pills. Hope you OD on them, you stupid bitch. I don't care. I want my medicine. That's the whole issue. No, I doubt. Pharmacist lady, save your breath. He's obviously not going to listen to anything you have to say. Thank you. Another successful customer service interaction with the public. I don't know if I've ever asked this before. I'm sure there are many listeners who work in stores or just, you know, work in customer service in general. Is it really that bad? Seems like things have been getting worse over the past few years. Obviously, people just post the the, the worst of the worst online, but the sheer amount of these clips uh, that have been popping up uh, have been frightening. So have you guys noticed it? You know, you out in the field? Has there been a ramp up of crazy? Call into the voicemail line. Oh, speaking of crazy, we haven't heard from Kanye West in a while. I kind of thought he was laying low and getting the help he so desperately needed. You know, I thought maybe in six months or a year, he would resurface, looking refreshed, come out with a new album, act sane, refrain from calling the Jews evil or aligning himself with Nazis. 
Is it just my imagination, or at some point did he say Adolf Hitler was my N-word? Maybe he didn't use those exact same words, but the sentiment was there, right? Well, I am uh, very excited, yet kind of sad, to report that Kanye West is back, baby! And uh, he ain't doing so well. Go ahead and try and make sense of this. No, none of y'all motherfuckers here with no Instagram, nobody living, nobody at, and I don't want to hear shit from none of these nigga Jewish niggas talk about, oh, he's in an episode. You know we're in real trouble when it took under 10 seconds before Kanye starts railing against the Jews. From none of these nigga Jewish niggas talk about, oh, he's in an episode. Harley Passenick follow me to the fucking hotel. The nigga killed kill Aaron Carter, and now they acting like they won't kill, yeah. uh, clear the Backstreet Boy sample. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Harley Passenick pusher, yeah. your trainer. Yeah. Harley Passenick, Jay-Z. I don't know what he's talking about. He mentions Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter was not in the Backstreet Boys. You know, he, his brother, Nick Carter, was in the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Still, he's saying that Aaron Carter was killed by someone. Aaron Carter, by the way, huge drug addict. I mean, just look at that guy. And then niggas be hanging around these niggas just for the money or some Mike Rubin shit. Slap the shit out of Mike Rubin. I see that nigga there. See, I'm not, the problem is I'm not in this world. So I don't know all the people he's referring to. I think at one point he talks about how America has been run through multiple times. America, just the latest bitch that been ran through so many times. The what? Greeks hit her. Massamusa hit her. We had her. The Indians and shit. The motherfucking, the motherfucking pilgrims. It's the Jewish niggas. They dress the same, nigga. He kind of is uh, still obsessed with Jews, huh? Why did Jews be dressing like pilgrims? <laughs> that almost sounds like a stand-up comedy routine, right? Like something Chris Rock would say, you know, if it wasn't so anti-Semitic, I guess. Jews be out here dressing like pilgrims. They're the only two groups of people wearing buckles on their head. Chris Rock, if you're listening, you know, feel free to use that. It's gold. It's the same shit. That's the story. They put us in the school. The Rothschilds. I know Jay-Z back here like, oh, this nigga going down now. I've been here for a year, my nigga. A lot of like Jewish conspiracy things coming out of his mouth. Rothschild. They can't fucking touch me. Why? Because God covered me. He covered me. And guess what, Trump? We ain't giving you support unless you get Larry out. Let you get Jeff out. You understand what I'm saying? Because y'all niggas, y'all, y'all politicians think y'all gonna just get our shit for free. Oh, all of a sudden, nigga, because you got a mugshot, you with us now? No, nigga. No, what you gonna do for us? Kanye taking back his Trump endorsement. At least walking it back a little. Doesn't take long for him to refocus back to the Jew thing, though. These are Zionists, nigga. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Jesus Christ, Hitler, yay. Third party, sponsor that, nigga. Is this like Kanye's dream presidential ticket? Kanye, president, Adolf Hitler, vice president. Jesus Christ, I guess, can be chairman of the Fed or something. Maybe speaker of the house. I don't give a fuck about life or death. I, I get visitation with my kids. I ain't gonna say so. No. Them niggas walk around like look like soccer players. They don't even fucking know. They don't even know they got the dad. Can't. Yeah, yeah. He's doing fine. Kanye's doing great. He's not at all going through some sort of manic episode here. Ain't none of y'all niggas with me. I'm by my fucking self. Cause ain't none of y'all niggas stand up for me. And nobody stop. Well, honestly, it's kind of hard to defend some of the stuff you're saying. Shut up. You shut up before you get exiled. You shut up. Next, what I'm saying is nobody with me. I mean, I don't know how much of this you want to hear. It's it's. 10 minutes of this rant fuck everybody nigga now that should be embroidered on a pillow words to live by finally kanye west says something profound fuck everybody nigga well there you go our boy has been away for a while he has resurfaced and nothing has changed if anything 
he's even angrier and more unhinged. So just great news all around coming uh, out from the Kanye camp. Let's move on now with a couple of sexual fantasies for your Friday. Yes, let us take an auditory journey into sensual delights and erotic planes of existence you've never even dreamed of. I will be your guide on this mystical, moistable endeavor. You may call me Guru Squirt Hatma Gandhi. Clear your mind, align your chakras, and prepare for ejectual enlightenment. First up, Stump Worship. Yeah, we featured this guy before, but he's back to really walk us through what it's like to have a stump and be a stump fucker. I'm going to try to let you imagine that you're with me. Yes. That you're on my bed next to me. Rubbing your stump? Licking your stump? Inserting your stump? Please go on. And you are, for the first time in your life, actually seeing a stump. Yes. Touching a stump. Yes. Kissing the stump. Oh, I feel like I'm there, and I'm gonna be sick. Licking a stump. Oh. Spitting on a stump. Well, do I have to? Coming on a stump. Okay, that I can get on board with. By the way, for those of you who don't remember this guy, or maybe you weren't around listening to the show uh, back then, uh, this man has polio, or had polio. Yeah, just It's right par for the course here on DV polio porn uh so he had polio uh that's how he lost one of his legs the other leg doesn't work so good either but it's fully intact uh the whole time he's uh talking to us he's rubbing his own stump my stump is different from a lot of stumps because it's as long a stump as you could have and still be called a stump my amputation was right at my knee. Oh, God, keep going. What you can see is that the scar where they cut off my leg runs right along there. Okay, you're going to have to slow down because I am edging here. This is a 20-minute video, and it's only part one of the stump worship. There are multiple parts. If you were licking my stump, and you would be if you were with me, you would like the feel of how your tongue feels as you move from my skin onto my scar. I'll give this guy credit. He's making the best of a shitty situation. You know, he got polio, lost a leg. Why not turn it into a fetish, you know? You know, some guys are into all sorts of weird stuff. There's going to be stump fuckers out there. If you want to... Turn me into your slave. How'd you know? You would simply take my crutches away. (laughs) Well, that's just cruel. That's like, now it's a hate crime. (laughs) I'd be stuck. I can't even crawl on the (laughs) ground. That's because I'm so paralyzed. Yeah, so weak, so feeble, so lame. Oh, my God, I'm so hard. A lot of guys wonder what my stump feels like. Oddly enough, it feels like firm tofu. I have lots of sensation in my leg. 
oh, that type of feeling. Like, if you have feeling in your leg, misunderstood. Yeah, I hope this video makes you imagine that you and I were naked and on a bed and you could explore my stump. Well, that is a very enticing offer. Uh, I'm not even going to start part two of the stump worship. I think we've we've heard enough. Just here's just a little more, just to close this segment out. You love to play with my stump. You've never been with a stump. Your dick would be so hard. You'd want to come all over my stump, wouldn't you? Slow down. We just met. Can I at least, like, shake your stump first? Let's take it slow, man. You'd want to shoot your cum all up and down my stump. You'd want to shoot some on the top. I'd hold it up in the air like this and have you come here. And then you could watch it slowly dripping down my leg. Oozing, oozing, yeah. Well, there you go. A polio stump worship fantasy for your Friday. Now, I did say we had a couple of fantasies to go through. Uh, that means there's one more. And I'm so pleased to report this next fantasy is holiday themed. Yes, it involves Santa Claus. Merry Christmas, everybody. Does anybody want to come sit on Santa's lap and tell him what you want for Christmas? Ho, ho, ho. Santa's always happy to have the little kids come and sit on his lap. This is why I'm proposing an official government-issued Santa ID card. Kids are stupid. They will just plop their ass on the lap of anyone who's got a white beard and is wearing a red microfiber velvet. Pedophiles know this. They know how to dress this time of year. Children need to exercise a little street smarts. And approach Santa with a skeptic's eye. I'm sorry, before my dick presses firmly up against your cock. Do you have some identification I can see? You know? You there. Why don't you come and sit on Santa's lap? <laughs> I'm not falling for that. Just you. I'm talking to you, of course. Oh, all right. You wore me down. Come tell Santa what you want for Christmas. Oh? Huh? You're too big for that? Is that so? Well... Santa doesn't think so. Come on, why don't you try it? That's it, just walk here. Take a seat on my lap. Good. I feel like Santa wants this too badly, you know? Play a little hard to get. If I was Santa, you know what I'd be like? I'd be like, look, I got kids sitting on my lap around the clock. They fight for a chance to sit on me and tell me what they want for Christmas. I'm doing you a favor here, you little shit. See if I care if you sit on my lap or you don't. Whatever. In reality, well, not so much reality, but in this story, the person walking past Santa here is supposed to be an adult. Santa's trying to get a grown man to sit on his lap, which I guess he does. I don't think you're nearly as big as you think you are. Ho, ho, ho. Uh-huh. You, you say you are big? You're a fully grown adult? Well... What makes you think you're an adult? Is it your clothes? Uh, and don't get me wrong, you are very well dressed, but Santa thinks that the clothes can make the man <laughs> or the boy. Wait, what's happening? Ooh, now what are you wearing? Take a look at your shirt. 
That's right. Look what it says. Paw Patrol. That's right. Santa has used his evil black age regression magic and turned us into little boys. Yes, and that's what this sexual fantasy is about. You know, Santa's got some pretty powerful magic. He's not using it to stop any of the wars happening around the world, mainly just using it for his own sexual gratification. And now, how about those pants you're wearing? Jeans do look good on a big boy, but I think something could be a bit more age-appropriate for you. Coolots? What, are you trying to sexually confuse me? There we go. Instead of blue jeans, you have some baby blue shorts. The kind you'd see with a sailor suit, perhaps. (laughs) And these ones don't cover your legs nearly as much as your jeans did. All right, calm down, sicko. You still think you're a big boy? Uh Uh-huh. You're not a little boy? You think it's just Santa's magic doing this to you? This is so fucking weird. (laughs) Well... I guess there's only one way to find out. Stick my Santa dick in your little boy hole. We'll see if you cry like a child or you take it like a man. By the way, how problematic is age regression? Because technically, you know, this person is an adult, but he's been turned back into a little kid, right? So it's pretty pedo-like. <laughs> Tell me what you're wearing under those shorts, mister. Ooh, those are some nice boxer briefs. They look... Very good on you, but Santa thinks you need something a bit more childish. Maybe he's not being turned, like, biologically into a child. He remains, you know, an adult in stature and, you know, age and everything. But just the clothing is is matching that of, like, a little kid. Still weird. There we go. Do you feel your boxer briefs getting a bit bulkier? Yeah. Thicker? Yeah. More padded? Took a shit in my pants. Why don't you peel back those blue shorts and take a look underneath? That's right, Santa's got you some new blue pull-ups now. Santa is a bad, bad man. He force-feeds us like two liters of milk. You know what he wants us to do in our pull-ups. Wow, you just drank two liters, I mean two cups of milk. Uh Uh-oh, looks like someone's getting really squirmy. You want to go use the bathroom like a big boy? Kiddo, I thought you said you could hold it. He kept using his Santa magic to refill the bottle so that, you know, he'd be drinking more and more milk. See what I mean? Evil. Oh, Santa can tell you just flooded your pull-ups. Look at that. The stars on it have disappeared and, oh no, you're starting to leak on your little boy shorts. In the end, Santa uses his magic one more time and he uh, makes the pull-up pants full-on diapers, completing the transition. And turning us all into little baby diaper wetters. In the deep dark night on Christmas Eve, an evil Santa you best believe creeps down the chimney with twisted gleam, bringing horrors that no child wants to conceive. Evil Santa with his wicked delight forces kids to drink milk all through the night. They toss and turn their dreams now in blight. Being themselves, what a dreadful sight. They're all wet and sticky and wet. What a dreadful sight. Look, AI has a ways to go when it comes to constructing a good song. It's getting better. 
I'd say it's more than halfway there at this point. All right, there you go. A couple of sexual fantasies for your Friday. Not good sexual fantasies. Polio stumps and Santa age regression. Well, that's as hot as you're going to get here on DV. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist. To that fucked up news right now. We have got some holiday sideshow deals. If you're not yet a member, sign up right now so you're all set to go on January 1st, 2024, when we start doing three Sideshow exclusive episodes a week. That means I'm only going to be doing two free episodes. Sign up right now so you don't miss a thing. You get all the episodes every week. Memberships are very inexpensive, especially right now because we've got some monthly deals. Grab a Sideshow membership for only $6 a month. We got yearly deals. Get a yearly Sideshow membership for only 60 We even have lifetime memberships on sale. Check it out, superfreaksideshow.com. You get a personalized RSS feed that works with most podcasting apps. Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, a lot of the big ones. Again, superfreaksideshow.com. There are other ways to sign up for the Sideshow. Of course, if you use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can sign up right inside of those apps. For more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. Other ways to help support DV, we've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash distortedview, where you can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Thank you so much to all of the patrons continuing to support DV. Really appreciate it. And of course, uh, we've got the Distorted View store open, chock full of new hoodies, t-shirts, mugs, drinkware, you know, all sorts of good stuff. Um, One of my favorite things that I actually use on a daily basis is uh, these desk mats, which are really just like really big oversized uh, mouse pads, kind of. You put your keyboard on it, your mouse, of course, all sorts of desk stuff. Looks great. They come in a bunch of different sizes. Right now, if you spend at least $20, you can get 20% off your DV store order just by using promo code CAT. Pussy Jules! No, CAT. Pussy! Okay, you're getting closer. Pussy Cat. C-A-T. Use CAT at checkout and get 20% off. Again, uh, just go to distortedview.com. That's where the store is at now. It's integrated into our main website. All right, I think I'm done plugging my stuff. Let's get into the news. First story I have for you today. Oh, I love Doritos. (laughs) Does that come as a surprise to anyone? I kind of just like look like a person who would mainline Doritos. I like the original nacho version. Sure, I like the spicy nacho Cool Ranch. They're all great. I was so pissed off because I guess earlier this year, for a limited time, they were offering the uh, the Jumping Jack Cheese Doritos. This is a flavor that was introduced, I think, in like the late 80s, early 90s, of course. If it's, if it's from the 90s, I've got a fucking heart on for it. Anyway, it's a delicious flavor, and sadly, they discontinued it. Occasionally, they'll bring it back like they did this past year. I didn't even know about it, though, so I missed out on the Jumping Jack Doritos. Well, now they're introducing something new that I'm kind of interested in. In an unexpected twist, Frito-Lay has ventured into the world of alcoholic beverages. What? Introducing the Empirical by Doritos Nacho Cheese Spirit. Yes, it's Doritos Liquor. They're pretty vague when it comes to what this shit actually is. This unique distilled spirit is designed to encapsulate the authentic taste of Doritos chips. So, cheap tortillas and fake cheese flavoring. 
That's what I want in my liqueurs. Uh, yes, uh, so this boasts a flavor profile, apparently, that starts with the umami and tangy nuances of nacho cheese, then transitions to the corn essence reminiscent of the chip, and concludes with a subtle salty finish. <laughs> I know what that's like. Though classified as a clear alcohol, its specific type remains undisclosed. That's a little concerning, right? Like, what the fuck is this drink? Uh, with both Empirical and Frito-Lay emphasizing its savory nacho cheese character. It's a cheese-based liquor. It's not tequila, not vodka. It's fermented, a, a yeasty cheese. Or maybe malty cheese, I don't know. Uh, Empirical, known for its unconventional approach to spirits, takes pride in this collaboration, as expressed by CEO and chief distiller Lars Williams. You madman, you! He highlighted the company's commitment to exploring novel flavors beyond the confines of traditional spirit categories. By the way, this is like a real liquor. It contains 42% alcohol by volume, so it'll fuck you up, right? The average tequila, I think, is 40% alcohol by volume. So if you're an alcoholic and you want your drink cheese blasted, this is right up your alley. All right. Uh, set to hit the market next month. Oh, this thing's actually going to be sold in stores. Yeah, it's going to be available online for $65. Yikes. And in select stores in New York and California. Pre-orders opened up on December 13th via a dedicated website. Checking that website now, unfortunately, pre-orders have sold out because people will just buy anything, no matter how fucking disgusting it sounds. While currently limited to the nacho cheese flavor, there's no indication yet from either company about the possibility of introducing a Cool Ranch variant in the future. Yeah, ranch-flavored liquor. Not a bad idea, especially like if you mix it with like a, a, in a Bloody Mary type situation. You get the tomato and then that hit of ranch dressing. Plus that celery stock that they always serve that shit with. Might just have a winner on your hands. I'm on Empirical's website here. They refer to this drink as a vacuum distilled real nacho cheese drink. It captures all the indulgent flavors of your favorite nacho cheese in liquid form. Helpfully, they've included some recipes you might want to try with your Doritos liquor, like the Double Triangle Margarita. That includes uh, the, the Doritos drink, tequila, fresh lime juice, agave syrup, and a little bit of salt for the rim and a lime wheel for garnish. Very easy. Sounds delicious. Check out us.empirical.co for more information on the Doritos drink. Hopefully, they'll make some more of this very intoxicating, unique elixir available soon. All right. Second story we have for you today. This one just happens to come from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Florida. Our most fucked up state. Yeah, we got one here from Monroe County, Florida, where a high-speed police pursuit on Sunday led to the arrest of 41-year-old Courtney Epps from Taylor's, South Carolina. During her hospital checkup following the arrest, Epps exhibited erratic behavior, including urinating on herself in the lobby while loudly singing gospel songs and then alternating between sleeping, singing, and talking to herself. Sweet glow, sweet chariot, coming for the oh, oh yeah. Sweet glow, sweet chariot. 
it's coming. There's more coming out. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, I knew I shouldn't have accepted that milk from Santa Claus. It's too much. I can't stop. My urethral hole is being pushed open so wide to accommodate this high-pressure pig stream. Ah! Almost like a horror film. Uh, Florida Highway Patrol troopers had chased Epps, who was driving in a gray Chevy Suburban on US-1 in the Florida Keys. Initially spotted traveling north in the southbound lanes. That's a problem. Epps ignored the troopers' lights and sirens reaching speeds between 90 and 120 miles per hour. Well, she had to pee. Maybe that's all there was to this, you know? Anyway, she continued at a high rate of speed, dangerously approaching hundreds of runners participating in a half marathon. Is this the fucking audio that we played on yesterday's Sideshow exclusive program? You know when that woman got arrested because of the... uh, She got too close to the turkey trot run? That That took place in Florida. This sounds eerily similar, you know what I mean? Anyway, the pursuit involved two attempts by Monroe County Sheriff deputies to halt her vehicle using spike strips. The second attempt at mile marker 71 successfully deflated three of her tires. Despite this, Epps continued at a high rate of speed, dangerously approaching hundreds of runners participating in a half marathon on the northbound shoulder of US-1. She was eventually apprehended when Epps crashed into a construction site at mile marker 80. See, I don't think the the woman in the clip yesterday crashed. Upon arrest, Epps displayed signs of impairment with extremely constricted pupils and no response to verbal or physical stimulation. She initially agreed to field sobriety tests, but later refused, claiming she was instructed by God the Father to stop. Well, now she faces multiple charges, including DUI and a felony charge for fleeing or eluding with disregard for the safety of persons or property. She was transported to the Plantation Key Jail without further incidents. So uh, there you go. little Florida update for you. And finally today, freaks, we've got a real like 50 shades of gray situation happening in the tech industry. Although the woman involved didn't think it was so hot. It wasn't like a Christian gray situation considering the lawsuit. Christian Lang, former CEO of the San Francisco-based technology company TradeShift, which I I guess is like a billion-dollar company, like, they're a big deal. Well, he faces a lawsuit alleging he committed sadomasochistic rapes and tortures against an executive assistant identified as Jane Doe. The lawsuit filed in San Francisco Superior Court accuses Lang and TradeShift of sex trafficking, ting, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and sexual assault. Jane Doe claims Lang hired her at TradeShift and manipulated her into a sex slave contract. Okay, well, I mean, you don't just sign a sex slave contract. There's more to the story here. Like, at first she wanted to be a part of the relationship. Look, I'm not trying to victim blame here, but how do you go from being an executive assistant to officially having sucking cock as part of your responsibilities. And you sign you signed for that. You were like, yes, this promotion sounds great to me. Maybe I'm missing something here. Jane Doe claims Lang hired her at Trade Shift and manipulated her into a sex slave contract, leading to a dark abyss of sexual horrors. I'm totally going to use that as a pickup line 
hey, Lord Douche, how would you like to join me in the dark abyss of sexual horrors? Come to the bedroom with me. <laughs> I love it. She alleges a dark abyss of sexual horrors. That's got to be today's title, right, for the show? She alleges a 24-7 slave relationship with Lang involving violent rapes with bondage and sex trafficking around the world. The suit details that trade shift executives were aware of the abuse, but I'm sure like exec- executives were like, uh, well, she did sign for this. She agreed to the contract. So, I mean, what can we do about it? The suit details that trade shift executives were aware of the abuse, which included requirements for Jane Doe to maintain a specific weight. <laughs> wow. And uphold a certain appearance. After complaining to human resources, Jane Doe states she was ignored and eventually terminated without explanation. The lawsuit alleges that Lang victimized more women and used his position to traffic them globally for his sexual proclivities. Lang, who co-founded Trade Shift and was fired for serious allegations of sex assault. Okay, well, he's already been fired. You know, what more can the company do? I understand suing the guy himself. He claims the relationship with the plaintiff was consensual and predates her employment. Admitting to hiring someone he was romantically involved with, Lang expresses regret for that decision. Oh, by the way, in the lawsuit, uh, it contains some of the sex contract rules that uh, she she signed for here. Uh, Rules include always be sexually available for her master when he needs sex and to never refuse him sex, even when not wearing the collar. Okay. Uh, Also, she must worship her master and all of his body. Every morning, uh, she has to read the rules as her waking ritual to remind the slave of her ownership and submission. She also must give the master full insight into any aspect of her life, including her phone, computer, finances, anything else. She will endure any pleasure or pain the master gives while wearing the collar. At work, the slave will have freedom to use her own name and act independently as long as she remembers she is the master's property. Finally, she will look pretty and inspiring to her co-workers and dress as feminine as possible, preferably in dresses or skirts. Well, it doesn't seem that outrageous. These are all perfectly reasonable rules to have when you're in a, a dom-slave relationship, right? I'd throw this suit right out. All right, Lang, currently in London working on AI native software, left trade shift, citing severe burnout. I thought it was fired. The lawsuit demands a jury trial. So uh, there you go. Sexy, kinky times in uh, the tech hub of San Francisco. That, my friends, is your distorted news Yeah, for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Well, I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Since I'm very late doing the show today, uh, you know, we've got uh, tons of calls coming in, voicemails and such, so uh, let's just blow through a bunch of these. Hey, Tim, autistic Mexican here today. Uh, it's a beautiful right, time for a daily check-in with the autistic Mexican. 65 degree day here in Arizona. Okay. Let's start with the time and weather. Nice. Uh, and you know what? I fucking hate air fryers. They're annoying. You know, on top of being autistic, I also have very severe OCD. And I swear, I can never get the food in air fryers just right. Like it always either comes out slightly overcooked and dry, uh, don't say or that. undercooked and. You know, it, it's just, I don't, I, I just hate air fryers. I'm, I'm an old-fashioned microwave and also an oven kind of guy. So I just, I've, I've had three different air fryers, 
and they all suck to me. Well, so. I think tonight, Lord Douche and I are going to try uh, one of our air fryers. <laughs> one of them. We're going to try that smokeless grill air fryer that we just uh, found at Costco oh, that's on sale. Um, I think we're going to make taquitos. But, uh, yeah. Or maybe uh, pierogies or something. I don't know. Um, you know, I know you had a, it's funny, you had, yesterday you were featuring Daniel Larson, and, uh, you know, me off my meds is kind of just, I turn into Daniel Larson. Which oh, that's not a, that's not a good look. Sad and funny. So, uh, uh, that's something funny I noticed. Steer clear of, uh, Olive Garden. Well, thank you very much for the call. I gotta move on, though, because we have so many. Hey, Boo, yeah. back and come here, long-time caller, first-time listener. Uh, hey, uh, I want to call in with a, uh, bizarre sex term. Oh, okay. Oh, give me a little introduction here. <laughs> Bizarre sex terms. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Shit. I didn't realize this was a uh, extended Bizarre Sex Term jingle. Okay, well, quite the buildup here. This better be a good one. Go right ahead, my friend. Uh, it's called Tis the Season. And basically what you do is... You motherfucker! (laughs) No. No! Oh, you know, you're the first person this season to play Christmas Shoes. You go to me, boo. Haley's Comet. That's like the DV equivalent of being Rickrolled, isn't it? You go to me, boo. Haley's Comet calling up. Hey. Now, I've got a little experience with air fryers. How did I know you were going to have an opinion on air fryers? That's not why I'm calling. I'm calling about your high school friend's wife. Oh, yes. Uh, The other day on the podcast, I told this story about uh, me liking a post on a high school friend's wife's uh, Facebook post. Gave it a thumbs up. She she, uh, uh, singled me out, messaged me, and was upset because I didn't give it a heart like everyone else was giving it. She's wackadoodle. Basically. I have never even heard of the like button or the thumbs up being intended as sarcastic. That was the feeling she had. You know, like, when you write a post that is, like, pouring your heart out or something, you, I I guess, uh, expect hearts or hugs. And when someone just gives you a thumbs up, it's just, like, almost dismissive. You know, like, yeah, okay, whatever. Here's a thumbs up for Uh, you. Like, it's not, not, like, the weight of the post deserves more than a thumbs up in her opinion. Her, her mind. I don't know what's wrong. I don't think guys think like that, though. With your friend's wife? She's insane. Could be any one of a number. And again, he's not even a friend. He's an acquaintance. Things? I haven't known this guy. Like, but, been a part of this guy's life in like 20-some years. I hope your friend has a good divorce lawyer. Like, cuckoo crazy banana shit. Hi, team. This is Ifrit, the resident Spaniard of the Discord server. <laughs> I have to tell you something. I have expressed the distortion where I am studying. And is, this a re- is this a real person or is this AI? Now, my English teacher, she's using your program to with educational purposes. Oh. I don't know who the fuck she has done it, <laughs> but now she's using distorted view to teach a bunch of morons and faggots uh-huh. some English. <laughs> well. So, well, does this deserve a prize, a punishment, or I don't fucking know. I well, love it. Distorted View is an amazing educational tool if used properly. Hi, Timmy Boo. It's Itchy Taint calling in. Air fryers. I am oh, absolutely good. not going to talk oh, about air fryers. Thank you. Uh, I don't care about air fryers. Uh, I'm starting not to care about them either, honestly. Instead, I 
calling in to talk about my uh, pubes. Oh, uh, thank God. This is what we want to hear about. Yes, go so ahead. Just get your opinion. By the way, um, you know, I, I found those like weird sex fetishes today. You know, the stump guy we played and then the Santa age regression thing. I also found uh, pretty much a new fetish. At least this was a new one for me. Unfortunately, there wasn't any good audio. Hair. I know it sounds weird, hair, but like a per- like the hair on someone's head. So basically, the scene was this: there was, I think, it was a guy with long hair, right? He was sitting down, and then behind him was another guy who was like petting and stroking and just like touching the guy's hair while masturbating, and then he starts like rubbing his cock all over the hair, up and down, and then you know he starts jerking off. And then he's he's wrapping the guy's hair around his dick. Eventually, he comes in the guy's hair as well. You know, it's just really weird. I never saw that before. Like a whole porn scene dedicated to that. Uh, uh, you're in um, a calisteri relationship. Uh, Boy, am I? Do you shave your pubes? No. Uh, is trimming your pubes important to you, or do you just? Go. Well, look, I don't have a lot I'm working with down there, so I understand the appeal of uh, shaving that tuft down to make it appear like you've got a longer dick, you know? I mean, I, I have done that, but, uh, you know, after you've been in a relationship for so many years, uh, the hygiene goes right out the window. Wild. Uh, yeah, I'm not in a relationship. I, I, do, I do see the occasional escort, so... Uh... Yeah, you try. And to I hope they shave because you know you're paying them to look presentable. Keep them uh, shaved down pretty well. I don't manscape yeah. like you know shave your balls and all that's too much. But so yeah, just thought you'd be an expert on uh, pubic hair and uh, let me know if you. Okay. I don't like it when my pubic hair is longer than my dick, like my dick shaft. Then I get really self conscious, as I should be. I don't know if it's just I have, like, wild pubic hair that grows quickly or if my penis truly is that tiny. I think it's a little of column A or a little of column B, honestly. All right. Well, there you go. Thank you uh, for all of the voicemails. Keep them coming, I guess. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Want you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-660. Oh, God, as in, oh, God. Wanna come all over my stump? Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I'll be back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, bye, everybody. It's Friday, baby. Fuck. Yeah, it's the weekend, baby. Fuck. Yeah, Friday, baby. Fuck. Fuck. The weekend, baby. has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.